man. This is Dropping Jews. Yes, sir. Welcome, everybody, to this new podcast, Dropping Jews. Redefining what we thought was true. So today we wanted to talk about... It's just that jewel, that energy, man. Yeah, Einstein energy. ain't gonna know how to act, man. What Nikola Tesla when you need him, <laughs> Hey, thank y'all for listening again, man. This is Dropping Juice Podcast, man. Tuning on to SoundCloud, listening to us. We appreciate y'all out there. Uh, you know what it is, man. We got my band of brothers here. I got my man Meech on the other side. Yes, sir. And we got a special guest today, man. This my brother, man. I'm, I, I met him in uh, college, man. We we met each other in college, man. He challenged me to a basketball game, man, and... Uh, I didn't get to make it, man, but my boys played them. Uh, I don't know. You, you remember that one? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I remember that one. But they, I uh, think we ch- won. Yeah, y'all did. That's because I wasn't there, though, but that's another story. But, uh, uh, that's how know, it started, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's how it started, dog. And then, uh, but we always been cool, though, man, with St. Louis. We, we stuck real tight down there. Uh, we come from the University of Arkansas, Pine Bluff. HBCU in the building. Yes, sir. It's been like my brother ever since, man, ever since we met, man. Give it up for my man, old Darian Day, brother. Oh, thank y'all for having me. Thank you. Oh, man, no problem. No problem, man. Uh, Guess let me get right into it, man. I was um, watching uh, uh, the interview with Jason Mitchell on The Breakfast Club, and he was discussing... uh, the issues that happened that led to him being removed from the from the show to shy and desperado and he was he was holding himself accountable and he was saying that you know a lot of things that occurred he could have handled differently but um he was saying that the reason he reacted in certain situations was because of his upbringing and the way he was raised and you know a lot of times we always try to fix things when things go wrong. So he tried to went to go seek therapy because he wondered, you know, maybe it's something with his mental health that him reacting that way because he was saying that when he from where he come from, it's it's uh you either zero to a hundred like that. So when he you know, he kinda like did some self actualization, he uh got therapy. And then, you know, Charlemagne was there. You know, he's a big mental health awareness guy where he's trying to spread mental health awareness. But I think it's important for us, uh, especially in the African-American community, because we we kind of look at it at a, uh, a negative uh, tone. And we think of therapy as something that's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not That's not what we're used to because where we come from, a lot of times we were taught to handle our situations ourselves. Or um, you don't tell everybody your, your problems or your yeah. business. You, you need to figure that out on your own. Right. And a lot of times the, the the therapy that is needed sometimes may need to be professional. And just to t- take this full circle, I was looking at the Ron Artest uh, documentary that he had. He was going through issues, you know what I'm saying? And because of his surroundings, and then not only that, but genetically. And um, I was just wondering, like, how do we get to a place like that where we normalize those type of behaviors, not understanding that we may seek, that we may need mental, you know, need some therapy for, for, for our mental health, man. And I think a lot of times, I know like myself, I probably have looked at it like, you know, a situation where I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. But as I get older, I can see why that may be necessary at times because it's nothing wrong for getting therapy for your mental health, man. And and, and the brain is a delicate organ. So you got to understand that it can, <laughs> you, you don't have to get physically hurt. It can be mental, uh, 
traumas that can happen that can affect you in so many ways. And I'm sorry, man. I'm going on the spot. No, just talk. Keep talking. <laughs> if you're feeling it, you're feeling it. So continue to do what you got to do. So no, I'm just saying, man. We we it's about mental awareness and understanding because there's a lot of things that's going out here in the world that we don't understand. There could be issues from mental health um, issues. You know, people dying and people getting killed and just at a flick of a, squi- of a switch, something can go wrong, man. And, and and it's important for us to understand that this is a real situation, man. I mean, we got to understand that the brain controls a large part of the body. Yeah. Without the brain, you dead, man. So I think it's important for us to really understand to understand where we come from and that our surroundings may not be the uh normality that society may have think or that society may have portrayed to us because we are looking at it as a, from a micro standpoint instead of the macro standpoint. Because we have to interact with individuals in different emphasis uh, in the world that we may not be used to because we haven't encountered those situations. So, I mean, go, go ahead. Uh, uh, what you think, bro? <laughs> you said a lot. So I know. I want you to, where do you want me to go in particular before well, I answer? I guess you know, my question is. Yeah, I want to have a direction because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to peel that thing back. <laughs> yeah. I guess my question is, if you are normalizing a situation where you are around your surroundings, how can you know, like with Jason Mitchell, he was saying where he come from, that's how you had to act because he didn't want to, you know, those are like defense mechanisms, basically. Mm-hmm. So. How do we, you know what I'm saying? If we see that as normal, how do we try to adjust it? Or how do we get that experience to where we understanding that maybe it's an issue with us? Yeah, I guess. Well, I want to throw this back at you real quick. Are you saying that maybe someone who may be going through some issues, right? But it's normal to them. How can they recognize that they right, have issues, right? Right. right. Man, that's tough. You know, it's tough and it's relative, relative, in my opinion, to uh, different people's experiences, where people at in life at that particular moment, because, you know, in a moment I might curse somebody out. Right. Or, you know, that's not normal, though. You shouldn't do that. But, you know, sometimes a rage come up on you. You don't realize nothing wrong until months later. So. It's hard. I mean, I I started off that by saying that. I mean, if you want to jump in, dirt. I think it's uh kind of starts from where you what you said about where I come from. So I think it's, I guess, going all the way back to what are the values that we have in our households, mm. and then what are we teaching our youth in the household? What is my father teaching me? Is my father teaching me it's okay to show my feelings and be okay if I need to seek mental health? And it's just becoming aware. Mm. And it, it you can start with higher platforms like Charlemagne, but it also starts with stuff like this that we got to be comfortable in ourselves as fathers to, to teach our kids that it's okay to seek mental health. And that's kind of, we need to spread by word, basically. Mm. I think that's an excellent point mm-hmm. under so-called normal uh, circumstances. But what if someone is dealing with like a bipolar or mm. autism or schizophrenia? Then what do we do or how, what do they do to recognize they may have a problem? Because it goes either way. Gotcha. And we and we really don't like seek professional because we not we're not the, 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 the doctors here. So. How do we know that it is an issue? Oh, that's just grandpa acting like that. You know what I'm saying? That's how he normally acts. So, you know, he, he just tripping today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. how do we how do we try to diagnose things like that and understanding that there is a problem? If we never if that's all we saw in the first place is that's how grandpa act. How do we yeah, how do we get to that place to I go back to what you were saying, uh, looking at the macro. There should be information disseminated among the population about 
telltale signs of this, that, and the third. So people are more educated, right? And that education is not ubiquitous within our culture either. So I, I, I do think that's where it should start. We should have agencies, some sort of agencies to pretty much train people to recognize symptoms of this and recognize symptoms of that because I think that if you leave it up to a person who's living day to day, they're not going to be skilled enough to recognize that some seriously is wrong. They they may need additional resources that allows them to recognize something else may be going on. Mm. Right. And then it's a lot of outside influences too, you know. It's about getting through life. So when you're trying to get through life, that that could be really not on your high priority list when you're trying to just make ends meet or just pay bills or just trying to survive and stay alive. That right there is a mental. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but like right. you said, survivalistic, is it is what it is, though, right? Because you're trying to make sure that you can make it to the next day, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, I mean, when you got all these uh, external environments that's influencing you in certain ways, when do you find the time and just realize that it's it's an issue that you may be having? And I go back to that point. It just depends on where that person is at, because some people may never realize until they're way past their prime, like, dang, I need to catch up on it. Like, it may be too late. Then other people may get frustrated easier. By their circumstance, which will force them to seek outside uh, help, you know. So I don't know. It just to me, I go back to it depends on where that person is at. Well, let's let's. Well, well, it sounds like you need somebody. If you can't identify it yourself, you need someone around you that can help you identify it. That's well. That's true. That's true. How could you do it internally, though? Say with yourself. That's a good question. Like, would you, you've been living a certain way with just the same behaviors you've been living? I think that comes down to perspective, too, because, you know, I think I think that our perception of what's normal, what's not normal, right, is relative. So to tell someone how they're handling and dealing with a situation is not 100 percent the right way because they can handle it and deal with it how they see fit, as long as it is not affecting anyone around them. Right. But I think once it start, once your behavior becomes toxic, not only within you, but with other people around you, then that's why I believe that is something wrong with that, because I think culturally it's all about positivity or you try to be around people who's positive as most as, as best as possible. Like if someone's negative or or toxic or draining. Most people in a right mind will stay away from them, stay far away from them as possible. These topics be like, like I said, when we like I could come in this topic like as I was talking, I was saying one thing. Right. And then as I'm talking, then other stuff come out. So it, it gets so confusing because when we start peeling back these layers, it'd be like, man, I don't be knowing really. So when somebody say perception is reality for you. <laughs> but how we know if that's for you, then how we know it's a, it's a problem then. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I've been thinking about this a lot, man. You know, it, it, like, but but should we seek therapy just because, but, or but, should we seek therapy because uh, if it's a problem, or should we be proactive and just go see it? But but so this is this is what we have to put in context too. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we live in a culture which is European. You know, I always go back to that, right? And there's there's a status quo within the culture. So there's an expectation for you to go to school, right? Sit in your classroom six to eight hours out the day, right? Go home, you know what I'm saying? Do it all over again for five days out the week. Graduate from high school, go to college, right? Go to college, get a job. This whole, this linear like trajectory is for you to be a certain way within the culture. And anything that deviates from that, it's a problem. So the benchmark starts with, the European indoctrination of our culture. So that's why someone knows that there's something wrong because within these this boundary, you're not fitting in that mold. So that's where we have to start. Because that perception... Like, where are you going with this? So the, yeah. ma- the macro perception is our reality, right? Because that's what's pulling us to be a certain way. 
I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Damn, that was pretty deep. Man. I like that. So when you say macro, you you talking about society just right there's, as, a, there's, as a whole. Right. There's a status quo for being normal. There's a status quo for being poor. There's a status quo for being rich. And there's like guideline or there's ideas of what that should look like. And if it don't look like that, then it's a problem. So kind of like unwritten rules. Exactly. As a macro, like you said, society, because we are living in society within society by the rules and guidelines that are put in place by society. I guess if we're not living the way they want us to live or the way that is considered normal. Exactly. It's a problem. That's a good point. Considered normal. Yeah. If it's considered normal, so how will we address? I mean, how will we know? Because I'm, I'm I'm looking at it from from a person that's maybe don't have the resources or considered poor. How would they know they have a problem when they're surrounded by environments that are similar to theirs? Right, but that goes back to what I was saying that there's there's an expectation if you pour to fit within the guidelines. So so that's true. I didn't think about that. You're right. You're you right. get what I'm saying? Yeah. So so for them who in that confine is nothing wrong because that's normal to them. However, for other people, like in different statuses or different economic situations, they look down upon that like, oh, they got a problem because they don't know how to do this or they can't read or it's slums or it's impoverished and it's all type of stereotypes that come from that, if that makes sense. Now, who is them? Well, <laughs> I, I give you a prime example. I use me a, as a prime example, you know, with the na- living in Normandy in that neighborhood but then going to Pine Line, right? I can be in the normie. I can look down on Pine Line because it's Pine Line. Like, like I, that. That's a small example of how I can look down on that because it's not exactly where I live, and I can look at my area a little bit better than normie, and I can kind of look down on them based upon my economic situation. So it can start with somebody like me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like through your experience in life, Durbo. Being where you from, could you see a difference? Like from where you come from to where you at now, as far as like what he's suggesting as far as. I mean, you see it. Yeah. And I think now that I'm old and I can see where it it comes from, you know, uh, and that it's been prevalent for these many years, you Mm -hmm. know, from the beginning. So I would say, yeah, I can see it. But um think that we fail to do as a culture is to say it's okay to go seek mental health, you know. And and I think it's resources is a big thing, but it's also finding out that it's okay and even if society says it's not okay, don't mean that they're not doing it as well. Mm. If that makes sense. Right, no, no, and I and I and I think I know exactly kinda how we kinda got tangled in the conversation. And just for a bit of clarity, I agree with everything you're saying. And I think that, you know, culturally, we we have to understand that even though there's an expectation of what's normal, you know, the I'm slowly, it's starting to slowly like kind of matriculate, I guess, within the culture of people doing mental stuff, mental, you're seeing more doctors and employers providing EAP services and people encouraging people to go to counseling more and more. It's just, it hasn't become popularized yet. And plus, especially with African-Americans, there is a mistrust because of mm. slavery and things of that nature. You know, it was, you was considered, uh, you Less know, some, no, you was considered something wrong with you if you wanted to, be, you, if you was a runaway. If you mm. run away, they, they coined that something. I think it was draped to mania, some stuff like that. Well, they coined something for a runaway slave, someone that wanted to wow. leave the master. So in our community, right? <laughs> I, I don't I don't necessarily think there's nothing wrong with our community having mistrust because it's in, this is how <laughs> it, yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you, you, yeah it's under, because, I understand. I understand why we don't because, trust. I mean, you can you can seek out someone to, in your culture, but most 
you know, we know we're not yeah. prevalent in that field. So yeah. now you got to trust somebody with yeah. what you say. And yeah. we still don't want to give them the whole picture of it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we we, we want to just give them a little bit enough to say that we. Okay. We, yeah, we okay. Yeah. But you I'm don't not, need easy help. Yeah. But I'm not going to tell you what's in the back of the back of the closet. You know? <laughs> and I think until you can feel comfortable with telling somebody that, then. Uh, then it's gonna be an issue for it. Yeah. And it only you only get better as you can say that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, or you can do that. How, how would you address somebody if you saw something that was like I, like if you was like, come on, brother, what's what's going on with you? Like, how would you address that? Because you are a straight shooter. I give you. That. Yeah, man. I, <laughs> it it, it be, man. That's a good question. It, it be, it's just asking a question. You know, not. Maybe condemning anybody and, you know, just say, hey, man, I notice you ain't feeling too well. Something going on, something wrong. And it's just noticing. I I think we, it's funny because uh, growing up in St. Louis and then going uh, to school down south, you get a whole different picture of culture and what we we do as people to one another. Yeah, 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 right. So you can, you can. You can go to school with somebody in in St. Louis and see him ten years later and act like you ain't seen him and walk right past. Him. <laughs> right, you know that's facts. So that's facts. So with that being said, um, you just we got to train ourselves to notice people a little bit more and yeah. notice when somebody yeah. walking past you and just to say hi, you know. But you, you know, know what? It took me to do that to understand that the way I was acting was. I mean, because you know we in St. Louis, we ain't the friendliest bunches. We can see a dude walking on the same side of the sidewalk. We pass each other. We ain't saying nothing, but right. we gonna look at each other all day. But when I went down south and people were speaking to me, dog, I was like, "Okay, this is something new because I ain't familiar with this." And right. then I speak back, and that's how I kind of uh, carry myself now. Because when I pass by people, I be like, "Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, bro?" But I'm just it. It took that for me to understand, like you saying, and that, and, that, and that is two points to that. It's like. From my one of my original statements is what is being taught in the home. Like yeah. somebody got to teach that you should, when you walk past somebody, you should at least look at them in the eye and say hello to them, right. you know, and speak to them. And and the fact that uh, it, it's just something that needs to be done as people. We need to do we do we need to do more in noticing people and, and not looking at our phones when we pass somebody or you know because we we letting life pass us by. Mm. You know what I'm saying. So would you say? Uh Technology has taken reality away from us a bit because we 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 so engulfed into the phones and now a big thing is virtual reality. <laughs> I would say absolutely, but <laughs> no, nah, go ahead, go nah, ahead. I won't elaborate, but I no, nah, go ahead. Go I mean, you know, ahead. it's funny because I've always been a technical person, but I can I noticed over the years where. Just technology is taking over the way of life. Right. Mm. You know, I stay, I try to stay um, aware of new technology, but like, for instance, I'm not a big social media person, but I know I can use it. Right. I know what it's used for when I need it, but Mm -hmm. me on a regular basis, I don't want everybody to know what's going on with me. But that goes back to your point, Mish, when you were saying technology, uh, I think it was the last episode. What was that we was talking about as far as technology? We asked, ah, oh, man, I can't remember the episode, but you basically saying that technology has taken away from the uh, being personable as a human being yeah. to where we're not being social anymore and we're becoming more isolated as people. Yeah. And yeah. that can be a mental health issue itself because yeah. then we start living in the world by our own rules thinking because we don't have to interact with the society mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so there could be like an unbalance bro like I, I'm just thinking about it like how how can we set these guidelines in place for our own selves and thinking that somebody that's like me coming to your house and making rules in your house well I agree with that I mean I think technology I think that how humans are or how we behave has always existed. It's just the technology is showing our ass more or less. 
It is. I mean, I think See that, that Popeye's a chick right, for because, because, <laughs> you Because you know what I think, and it's so I always use this as a as a measure how technology has has morphed. I, I talk about. Uh, I like to go to the art museum sometimes, and uh, when I was in college, I liked art appreciation. Believe it or not. <laughs> And uh, but my teacher, she was so into it. But nevertheless, it was a painting, and I, I always chop his name out because it's a, another artist like him. But it was like I think his name Claude Manet, M A N E T. It's a Monet and a Manet. I think it was Manet. He he did a painting in like that late eighteen hundreds of a scandal with some politicians and prostitutes. But he had the politicians in suits. But, you know, the women barely dressed and they was out in the wilderness. But, you know, to me, as my perspective, that's social media. Right. But it's in that generation. Right. Or you, right. you see paintings from years ago. That's kind of like promoting something, branding yourself. Uh, but now everybody unlike back then, certain people had access to that or can commission the work. The poorest of the poor, if you can afford a monthly service. You can have your own little situation. You can brand and promote yourself out to the world. And I, I just think that technology has given everybody the power to do so. And it's, it's showing it to be more ugly than beautiful, but it's just the result of. Well, like you said, the media plays you, important. You know how many relationships have been crushed? How many people are in jail or dead because of something they've said Absolutely. on social media? Yeah. Absolutely. Come on now. Yeah, Absolutely. Think about it. Absolutely. I mean, that's something to think about, man. I think a lot of times our mental uh, with social media, especially uh, with this whole Instagram thing about to get rid of the likes or whatever. But Them well, thoughts gonna be mad. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> people are, are people want to be famed, famous. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, where is loyalty at? Or I mean, is it is that what it's about now? Getting likes now? I be hearing cats be talking about man, I got fifteen million likes now. I mean, what does that mean? It's gra- it's instant gratification. <laughs> is that what? But but hold on, but let let me throw this back because it just made me think about something, and it's a conversation we kind of had, and it made me think about it. So I know this might not be context, but it could be context. So bear with me. Say someone. Do a job interview, right? Okay. And they don't get the job, but they feel like they wasn't good enough or they don't feel like they get that gratification by getting an employer. Right. So is that would that be considered kind of similar? Because Instagram could be somebody's job to get likes or get gratification. So could that be kind of similar, being in the workforce, not getting a like or not getting told that you had the job offer versus... The social media side. What you think? <laughs> you want to tag a little? You? No, you go ahead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they can be simultaneously. They can they can both go with each other. Be uh, I think though the the job interview is uh, no, you think about it because because there be some people doing some man. People put on a whole different person. Yeah, Some when they people, on, yeah, well, you right though when, when they on social when, show, when it's show and you time. right because you got to act a certain way when you go to a job interview. You got to uh, speak in a different yeah. right. And I, the only reason I brought that up is because when you said it, just came to my mind, and I'm like, man, could it? This could not only just be exclusive to social media, but other facets of our culture too. That people just want gratification. People want to be like people. But that's loved. just him being human, though. <laughs> Who don't want to be gratified? Who don't want to be loved? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, you want your kids to love you. You know, you want your yeah. girl to love you. You yeah. know. So I mean, that's. that's I think gratification yeah. is a wonderful thing. Do, you, do here, I think social media play on it? I guess that's what I, I'm thinking. I, yeah. I think that's what they that, do. They I do. don't think it's not now. I'm starting. I don't think it's not wrong with one likes, but social media is strategic about it. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, man. I, I got one more question before we go over. <laughs> uh, this is my question as far as uh, how can I phrase this question? Do y'all think it's okay for, let's just say myself, if I wanted to just go, you know, seek therapy? Well, I ain't gonna say wrong, or would you guys, or would you guys be interested in seeking therapy? Um, just for 
your personal uh, interests uh, if you wanted to go, not not per se, is something wrong with you, but just to see, just to speak to somebody that that's not biased or that doesn't know you, and 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 maybe this is a form of self actualization. Would you be interested in that? I I guess I say I have already. Um, okay. So I've been through it. Uh, it took a minute. <laughs> but uh, it was something that I that was needed at that particular time, and then, you know, it was beneficial. You, you I mean, I guess just to throw it out there, now I can answer some in detail if you have another question. No, but I mean, did did you feel good after, or it helped me get some things in order, and I found out why I feel the way I feel sometimes, and why I react the way I react to certain things. You okay. know, and I guess you just it was a time where you just it was just you. It wasn't no no one else. It wasn't about anybody else. It wasn't about your mom, your wife, your dad, your kids. It's just you. And mm-hmm. that's that and that allows you to peel away those layers. No, nah, absolutely. Saying. Absolutely. You, know, you peel I'm, away yeah. those layers and you start to think, okay, because because they, they just ask questions. You know, and then you kind of form what's going on. In Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. and I think that that's the the misconception about the whole thing. Yeah. You know, that they think it's just people want to pry into your business. It's, it's more about you prying into your own business. Mm-hmm. I say. That was real good. Well, with me, I've, I've been to counseling myself, separate occasions, uh, different points in my life, I just decided to go and give it a try. Uh, I'm already an expressive person, so it's nothing that I have a problem telling someone, right? If I'm really talking to you or if we really have some type of relationship, i tell you straight up. So I have no problem with that. You know, the whole experience, it was beautiful. And I realized it's not necessarily the counselor, right? Well, with me, some people probably need other health medicines or whatever. I'm, I just haven't got to that point yet in my life. So God willing, I don't get to that point. But um, but it just showed me, it made me vulnerable and it made me embarrassed too about some of the things I was telling a complete stranger, which made me more reflective of myself. So I'm mm. like, oh my gosh. Like, so she was like, he, like he said, she was asking questions and you know, she was saying little stuff. She tried to make me go to an AA meeting. I'm like, nah, I ain't going there. <laughs> I ain't going to Alcohol Anonymous. That's when she tried to get me there. I'm like, baby, I ain't doing that. <laughs> hey, just because I told you my daddy drink don't mean I drink like that. <laughs> but, um, I think, I think, uh, I think if we made it, I guess our normal then we could do it more often and and do it more more early in our our life i guess right. you know what what would be wrong with uh having a child go to seek therapy every year or so right just like they go see a doctor why they can't go see a therapist mm, just to make sure everything's okay right now that's because if you don't have hard. parents that 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 can recognize it which is probably a lot right. nowadays that is that uh, is then, then they don't know to seek that help. That you was, know? Yeah, right. That was awesome. so, Absolutely. So I guess that just, it, it comes to, I guess, education. Mm. Education on it and awareness and making it become the new normal to be ready to look for mental issues okay. in, a chi- in a child, you know, not just wait till they get to being and teenagers, teenagers and, and adults and then, <laughs> yeah. then in high life. school. And, yeah. and now we having... A school shooting every other week or so. So is that the new normal? Now? <laughs> mm. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk about that, man. We're going to talk about We're going to take a break right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it ain't perfect, but I don't mind. Because it's worth it. Who really has the time at all? It ain't perfect, but I don't mind. Cause on the surface, I look so fine. But really, I'm bugging, bugging, making something out of nothing. Yep. 
as hard as it gets Cool, calm, and collected Holding my breath, this ain't what I expected Don't argue to death, pull my heart out my chest The card is all on the table, I'm calling it Don't say it, I swallow it When living off of borrowed time Often I'm on the fence, on the line Adding up what's on my mind My feet on the clouds, head on the ground Yeah, we going down, bet you know me now I'm treading water, I swear That if I drown, I don't care They calling for me from the shore I need more Well, it ain't perfect, but I don't mind Because it's worth it Is it, is it, is it, is it, is it Who really has the time at all? It ain't perfect, but I don't mind Cause on the surface I look so fine and we back, ladies and gentlemen, dropping Jews, man. If y'all just tuning in, man, we appreciate y'all listening right now. But my, my man Durbo, he was he was getting wound up. He was he was yeah, rolling wild. them shoulders <laughs> and everything. He was talking about the school shooters and then the education, you know, dealing with mental health. So, I mean, go go on here. Talk about what you were just saying, man, before we went to break. Right. So now, you know, I guess it's a cliche now where where if we have a mass shooting, then it's a mental health problem. Mm. And then that goes back to what I said about, you know, being able to say it's okay because even though mainstream might tell you it's not okay and may make it seem like something wrong with you, best believe behind behind closed doors they got their family member in somebody on mm-hmm. somebody's couch and mm-hmm. taking care of their business. And, right. You know, it even becomes um uh, I guess less on a mental health issue, but just in, in child development, you know. They make it seem like getting tutoring is, is a bad thing and make it mm. seem like, you know, you behind, but they doing tutoring to get ahead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it, it make it seem like it's different just because it's on their side and they can afford it and they can they can make it the normal. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but to swing it back to, to mental health is just we as our people need to, you know, recognize that Getting help early is not a bad thing, and not waiting till you know something, something bad go happen. Yeah. Then it was like, well, we didn't know he was something wrong. You we know, know, a couple of years ago we saw that, but we ain't say nothing, and you know, you just waited too long. Now it's a uh, some, you know, it's a problem. No, that's real. That's real. I mean, I think in certain demographics too, it plays an important role in that as well because. Um, Certain schools may not have the same resources in other schools that are in like prominent locations or prominent demographics where it plays an important role too. And and when you think about it, uh, especially the people that are, are in poor communities, that, 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 and especially the ones I came from, hell, it wasn't nothing for me to hear a gunshot. It wasn't nothing for me to see, you know, where somebody was getting robbed. It wasn't nothing for me to see somebody sell drugs, and you know what I'm saying? Because, where you know, it was normalized where I was from. So I mean, I knew it was different, though. Like you said, it, it all starts in the home. I think parents have to understand they need to be parents and and take care of homes because sometimes those outside influence don't have to be a major part of your life. You can always be different, man. And I think a lot of times we don't like to. It's it's, it's hard to tell, you know, our children that it's okay to be different. You don't always have to go with what society tells you. As long as you're making that right choice or that right decision, there's nothing wrong with that. And I, I just want to say that as far as, like you said, with the mental health aspect, just because society may see something as normal don't mean it's always right. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, mass shootings, they trying to normalize it now. You know, I... I'm I'm at fault of it too. I, I looked at my phone. Oh damn, it's another match, another match. You know what I'm saying? But I shouldn't I shouldn't be that way because that's something serious, man. Because my kids go to school. It could happen at my children's school. You know, anything's possible. And I think we we have to be understanding that there are people out there that may need help. And like you said, why not seeking yearly help? Not just to be reactive, but to be proactive. But my question is, okay, you have a child, right? Mm-hmm. You recognize the telltale symptoms. And then we, then we send them to therapy. 
But as soon as they go to therapy, the therapist want to instantly medicate them. Man, yeah. that was my next thing. I was sure thinking about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> man, that was my So next what thing. do we do in that situation? I think, man, I keep on saying it, but it goes back to the home. It seemed, I said because it personally a situation happened to where uh, I had a child, one of my child was, uh, a teacher wanted to label him as something. As absolutely. And, and, and me and my wife did not take no for an answer, and we took it all the way through, and we fought it and it all ended up working out in the best for us. So, you know, but is is having that support behind Absolutely. you to, or, or the knowledge to say, no, you're not going to label my child as this without me feeling this type of way. Mm-hmm. You know? No, go ahead. Go ahead, man. I, I, no, I, I mean, I'm just echoing was, the sentiment, but I, I know that something happened within my life personal too. And I know of a child and, they tried to medicate. I'm like, nah, why? No. Like, for real? Just being a boy. Like, boys don't like to sit down. He just, yeah, he a boy. He want to play around. Just don't. And th- and that's where, that's where the, my only problem with the way certain people would talk, they teach everybody the same. Like, everybody learn the same way. Like, yeah, not I'm true. a person. Yeah. I'm hands on. Like, exactly. I got to do it about 50 times, though. But at that 50th time, I pick it up, then I'll be good at it. And that's just how I learn. I don't get it right. I read it and I don't get it right there. I just I, I don't like though that you have some of these people who don't understand just the dynamics of the neighborhood they in and they wanna sit up here and give you these theories when they get you know. Well that's cause they was living in that macro in that <laughs> micro society. And not being yeah. like having that encounter with those certain neighborhoods like yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. And then that's just practices they doing. They thinking, oh with a he he can't sit down, so let me just go ahead and give him this drug. Yeah. He'll sit down in, but then he yeah. looking like a zombie over yeah. there. You done drugged him. Now he ain't learning nothing. Right. <laughs> so I mean, what 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 does that do? I and that that's got a lot of, that's that's got a large part to do with the pharmaceutical companies too as well, man, because they play a major role in those things too, because they pushing that out there to, yeah, let's drug, let's drug the kids because we can fix this. But when you're trying to fix that problem, you done had 16 other problems that done came arise. The, you know, kids become addicts or, you know what I'm saying, later on in life. And those things play an important role in, in the children's life, man. I'm not a doctor or a scientist, but I know that a child brain is not developed at seven years old. Exactly. To be giving him some adult medication. Or low dosage of it, whatever they want to say. <laughs> I don't <Man>. trust that. <laughs> And, and and also like I was stating off air, they trying to say mental health could be genetically as well because I was looking at the around our test documentary like I was saying, and uh, his father he suffered from certain uh, uh, circumstances that he has, and Ron Artest has the same thing. But my question for you all is, you know, through slavery, our ancestors, there was trauma involved in slavery that came down a lineage so in part would you say that we may have suffered from some of those traumas that 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 may have been passed down because of what they went through and then there was like no resources out there when when slavery was over to help people cope with with the the whole um idea of slavery being old you know when you coming from being lynched or being whipped or being forced to do things and then you know still Jim Crow law still exists I mean that's a whole nother thing <laughs> like what about those traumas are we experiencing those traumas now I believe so okay. I mean how, how could you not believe that over the years you know uh, one's mental capacity has changed to adapt to what they've been going through and what you teach what you learn you is what you teach your kids and then it, it just it just changes over time you know to to be the normal i guess form and you know you can you can see it today you know a, a young mother might might be uh disciplining their child very loud in the uh in the store or something like that and then you know that child when it becomes their time to Jesus. discipline their child, they gonna handle it in the same manner. 
and then it becomes normal. Yeah. And then that's when your mental capacity changes uh-huh. because now uh, instead of, you know, disciplining them in a quiet manner, you know, maybe behind closed doors, now we are, our mental is basically to be able to handle being yelled at in public in front of everybody mm-hmm. and being embarrassed. Yeah, being so how does that, you know, yeah. so you're teaching the child early how to, how to how to react to those things or or be ready to you just you just teaching them ahead of time how to how to be ready for something that's bad or negative if if, if that makes sense yeah nah. it does it makes a lot of sense yeah. so, so y'all do y'all believe in disciplinary uh, like whoopings and all that I would say <laughs> oh man that's hard y- yes. Yes, but I think something has to come about it. Uh, just disciplining the child and striking them and not and not teaching them anything is 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 not the way to go. It's not um, effective, I should say. You saying it should be a cause and effect, then? Yeah, like it's hard. To, you shouldn't. You should never strike another human being. Don't get me wrong, but as a parent, I feel like for me to 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 teach my child not to touch something, I might have to put a finger on on their hand or something like that. But I will say behind it, hey, we don't yeah, we touch are. that because it's hot, you know. Versus yelling at the child saying, "Don't touch it," you know, just or stop touching stuff, or you know, just you got to put something behind it, you know. That's that free will we talking about, huh? Uh, me. Oh, that's <laughs> what you and EJ. I remember that. Y'all was talking about that. Uh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> so, so what you, what do y'all think about this situation with uh, the Miles Garrett and, and the Randolph thing? What's that situation with oh, the football yeah. players with the uh, guy that's, that that threw the helmet at? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I I would say there there needs to be discipline on, on two parts. I'm not saying what he did is is uh was the correct thing to do. I saw what happened. I see why he did it. I don't condone it, but I think that it, you know someone has to be accountable for the the beginning of the, the reaction. Yeah, you know, he's trying to twist it off. His yeah, neck. Was, yeah, right. So what what is his discipline? Uh, you know, is it a half? Is it a game? Is it a fine? You know what? I, and the reason I brought it up because they trying to depict him as this straight villain, like he just crazy or something. And when you hear the guy talk, he's very intelligent. And you would know that watching this scene over 600 times because that's all the media is, is, is putting out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> they want to make him look crazy. That's what I go back to saying, you know, what's good for them is not good for us, you know. Well, that's the yeah, you the know, micro, you, micro. You can choke him first, <laughs> but you can't you can't hit him back. You can't hit him with that. So we're gonna focus on that. We're not gonna focus <laughs> on what what the issue is. We're gonna keep our door closed. Yeah, what you say? Open up yours. So what, what what kind of advice would y'all give to somebody that um maybe having some uh uh reluctance to seeing seeking therapy? Like what kind of advice would you give them? If that's something they want want to do, but they kind of reluctant. I say trust yourself, you know, um, and and just really evaluate. Are you comfortable enough to tell your innermost feelings to another human being who you don't know? And I think as as long as you can accept that, and you should move forward with the other hurdle may be financial because not everybody has the financial resources to pay for. So I'm sure there are things I and I and I got a I got a friend. Uh, she she does a lot of this stuff. She seeks therapy and so there are resources that provide it's it's on a slotted scale based off what you make that provide counseling at a dis a discounted rate. So that's what I would say. Just trust yourself and just really, you know, make your if you feel comfortable being vulnerable to someone, do it. Mm. I mean, it's easy for me though too, because it's my perspective. Because I've done it, 
So I know it's not as easy for someone who's never done it, and it's still not going to hit them like it hit me. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that first time, you don't know what to expect. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But uh, I would say, I would just piggyback off what he said, just just be ready, you know, mm-hmm. just when it's your time, you know, it's when, you know, it's your time to, you know, just sit in front of someone and just let things out, you know. Was it, did it come easy for y'all, like, like? To be honest with y'all, like, was it easy to do that? Like, just from y'all experience, was it like, damn, I'm like, was y'all thinking like, oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> I say by probably about the third session, I was probably comfortable and I was like, I'm ready to go, you know, because I went during a time where I, I needed to go. And I made that, I mean, because it, the opportunity had been floating in the air for years, you know, mm-hmm. but... I think at that point in time, I really needed to go and I wasn't, nothing else was working. So why not try this, you know? Yeah. And so by the, that third session, I think I was I was comfortable and I was, you know, I was okay to, to let out the things that I wanted to let out. And it worked out, worked out. I, my question is what part of that process was were you asking was it easy? Are you talking about just trying to make that initial call, or are you just talking about me opening up? Opening up. Uh, it, it, me, I, it was the first day I told the lady because I have no problem with communicating. So I'm like, <laughs> hey, this is what's going on. You know, I did this happen, this happened, this happened. That's just me. That's my style. I'm the type of person I can't have nothing inside. I have to let it out because mm. it bothers me. Okay. <laughs> so it was easy for me. It, the, it, the harder thing was making the phone call for me because I'm like, oh, I, I click. I'm like, man, I ain't finna do this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I just said, man, forget it. I'm finna just do it. Let me just hold that and it's like, and then I did it. So I was happy with that. You was happy with it? Yeah. Well, did you did you get anything out of it? Or? Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, you know, I went on a cleanse uh, for 30 days and no, I, I was really ready mentally to, you know, make some progressive changes in my life. And I had did so, but I backslid because some things happened a little bit after that. So that's why I went again, which um, has allowed me to stay more laser focused because I just, you know, sometimes you, I just wasn't ready. You know, I just thought, OK, 30 days, I'm ready and you still need time to incorporate a new lifestyle mm-hmm. a new mindset and uh now i know that taking my time is a process mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what about you <laughs> <laughs> no I, I was thinking about something totally different my bad uh uh repeat the question no i'm saying did you what did you learn from from the situation oh uh, okay did uh, it did it you know did I, you feel like you was fulfilled or Right. Uh, I want to ask. I want to answer that one, but also uh, talk about what I was thinking about. But I think it it helped me to be able to understand uh, people's perspectives outside of my own, and to uh, take in consideration other people's feelings. Sometimes when I I, I particularly didn't, you know, and then I, I after sitting and talking, I figure out. What, why I act the way I do, or why that particular feeling, you know, is is my behavior. Mm-hmm. And so I think once that happens, then 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 you have to start having conversations to to mend those things that you find out is the reason why, you know. And it could be something like you know more recent, or it could be something from your childhood that you just need to to go ahead and take care of because. You know, a lot of times we say time heals everything, but sometimes it don't. Mm. And sometimes it, it takes a conversation with with a particular person, or 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 even talking about it with someone else to resolve an issue or see why that person might have felt that way or why that person did that. And then you can say, okay, I understand them. So I think it for me it helped me to understand a little bit more about people and so and, and, and I, I think it, it kind of ties back to technology and what we were talking about as technology took over uh, life I started to back away from everybody because I saw that and I didn't want to be a part of it mm. so then as people made technology their life and that's how they communicated I didn't 
and that's I lost touch with people for a minute, you know. And uh, just to add on to the thing I was thinking about, we didn't um, a, a subject that didn't come out, but mental health regard that regards to your physical health mm-hmm. and being able to identify, you know, man, this stress is causing me to mm. my body to do this or my body to do that. And not just, you know, with us, we don't go to the doctors, you know, and we <laughs> we self-diagnose ourselves and say, oh, well, that's just because this, you know, and it could be because of that. And I think uh, that's something we also need to be aware of within ourselves and the people around us. If their physical uh, attributes start to change or you notice certain things on their body that, you know, normally wouldn't be there or they wouldn't let themselves get to a point, then you might want to ask them if something's going right. on, you know? So yeah, that, that's, that's a big deal. And I went through that too. And that, that changed my whole way of life. So like I said, I had a lot going on and it just seemed like it just all crashed at one time right? Mm. with my, my mental health and my physical and, and man, it, it, was, it wasn't nothing like that one. I wasn't prepared for that one. So luckily uh, I had a, a wife that, because nobody else knew. Right. You know, only my wife knew what I was going through. Right. You know, so uh, I thank God that she was there to, to to push me to get help. And that's where it started. And that's where my recovery started. Uh, it started with, you know, getting uh, that uh, that psychology help, I guess. But also then that gave me the initiative to go seek my my physical health. And then that's when everything started changing, you know, started turning around for me for the better. So just be aware. I I just said that to be aware of not only just their behaviors, but also their appearance, too, as well. Damn, Durbo. No, that's beautiful. Hey, he said that real then. I kind of don't even want to say nothing after that. Oh, you hear me? Like, shit, we need to just end there. Like, hey, Heather, if you're listening to this, (laughs) right? You need, hey, my man just is, hey, I had a beautiful, hey, he he put his heart out there on that one. Hey, man, that's, man, that's one of the things, man. I didn't, I didn't show certain things before, and I, I know that. I have a, a a person that needs certain things that I'm not uh, accustomed to, so I need to to help myself do better, you know. And that that can cause stress in relationships, and mm. man, all that all that matters, you know. And and we are taught to I, I won't say taught, but um, we are shown in a, in our in our culture that you you got to be able to show to everything. Mm. And and whatever come your way, just just you gotta bear it because it could be worse. And then you bear so much that it just break your back <laughs> mentally and physically. Man, I I won't get in particular. No, nah, you know, nah, of course, say <laughs> no more. Man, but it's beautiful. I, yeah, I mean. it, it 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 comes to a point where I just say this: I couldn't stand up. No, I couldn't. I couldn't sit down for like more than like ten minutes at a time. So just just think about that and trying to get rest and all that. And all that came from, I believe, stress. And I'm not a doctor and I haven't been diagnosed directly with anything. But as soon as I changed my stress levels and my my eating habits, everything got better. My mind and my body. So it makes a difference, you know. Well, well. (laughs) Hey, man, what y'all want? (laughs) Well, well. There, that, that was it. it's a church somewhere that's right. vacant that need a minister. <laughs> <laughs> now that say? was a testimony. I feel like I was, hey, yeah, no, nah, that was good. That was hey. real good. Like I have a thought, but I don't even know if I want to say it because he's just like bad. I don't even want to come up after that, bro. Man. For real, that was beautiful. Not for real. I like to hear that. Like for real, that's powerful. That's powerful. It's touching. You know, and people who listen to it, I know that's going to touch them, too, because someone going through something and just hearing that you went through something, you still on your process. It makes people feel better, man. That's beautiful. Hey, man, we appreciate you opening up, too, man. Oh, man. That, that, 
Like he said, boy, that that, that this what, the, but this what this do to you. Yeah. Like, like I said, I be like, I ain't finna say nothing. And that's <laughs> you know, I'm blurting out all stuff. Oh man, <laughs> you know what? It's a part of the process yeah, because I, yeah. I tell you, I'm not a public person, so yeah. you know, I won't get up. I won't. I will if I have to. But my first thing is not to get up in front of anybody. But I think. Part of this process is yeah. doing something different, and, yeah. and that's why, like, when he asked me, I did give a little pushback, but he didn't have to ask me too much. But I'm like, man, let's do something different. <laughs> you know, let's do something different and, and see because even talking about it helps out. You yeah, know? Even, absolutely. And, and also knowing that you are spreading the word, absolutely. You know, and all it takes is. You know, one person infecting one person, and, and now we got it from one household to a community to a city and and, and further. That's, that's heavy, man. Yo, I didn't expect that from you, Durbo, man. You you went all way, opened all the way up, man. Uh-huh. I, hey, I appreciate you for doing that, man. Hey, you learn, and you learn to be comfortable with, yeah, with, with yeah. you know, letting certain things out. You can still, yeah. you know, you can still keep your personal business, your personal business, but... Part of mental health is expressing yourself and and allowing certain things to come out regardless of what people think. Mm. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And we care about what people think. <laughs> Ooh, Lord have mercy. That's, and that's what I was gonna say because sometimes, and I think sometimes people think anxiety is bad. Sometimes it's good because it's telling you to stay away from something. You, you did tell me that. You did tell me that. You said that. Could, sometimes, you, could you explain that though? I mean, sometimes when you get a feeling and you get a scary feeling, that's your body saying, hey, don't do that. <laughs> Somebody be like, that's anxiety. Yeah, that's good anxiety though. <laughs> that's telling you not to do something you ain't supposed to be doing. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Somebody go want to see a counselor over there. Something wrong with me? No, your body, you see your mind saving you from some nonsense. <laughs> oh man! So, so what, what do y'all want people to take from this, man? Just on on the end of note, like I I go before. I mean, what the whole process, man, it's a process and it's patience, man. And I think that we talked about likes and I like how it all ties into people want things quickly. And this takes time. It it doesn't happen overnight. And you still going to fall sometimes. I fall too. But you still get yourself back up. And, you know, as long as you have the, like, and like I'm speaking for a certain segment because not everybody has the ability to do and talk how we talk and learn from our own experiences. But for those people that can, you know, I just want y'all to take that, you know, embrace some of your anxiety. If you feel like it's too bad, go seek help. Mm, mm. And if if you can't find help, you know, email me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go next, uh, Derby, because we're going to say we for last. I don't know if I got that. And, 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 and we, we just want people to uh, listen to us and, and, you know, like we said, if you feel like, like me said, if you need something to seek help, by all means, do that, man. And it's nothing wrong with getting help, man, because help is not a bad thing. You know, like you just stating there, boy, we, we feel like we should be able to handle the, you know, the load on our shoulders. And when that mug break your back, then you like, damn, this is not what I expect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I, I think that, you know, mental health is very important in our everyday life. And it, like you said, it can affect us physically as well as mentally. And, and we need to be sure that we take care of that, just like we take care of our body. When, you know, you go to that gym Sometimes you might need to go to that therapist, or, or and then and then I don't. I think the form of therapy can come in many ways, man. Like me speaking to y'all, or you know what I'm saying, speaking to my wife. Absolutely, that could be a form of therapy for me as well. So I mean, not all the time. You, you know what I'm saying. If if you want to seek professional help, it's nothing wrong with that. But it's nothing wrong with expressing yourself to your 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 real genuine friends. Right. That's not judgmental and and that's gonna be straight up one hundred with you. You know what I'm saying? Put your ring back on. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's an inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but nah, go, go ahead, Derby. Man, go that, ahead. That, man, that that statement is 
kind of because I, I say I'm trying to get out that we say that we shouldn't allow other people to get into our relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what go on between your mate should be between your mate. But what if you and your mate don't ever be on the same page? Mm-hmm. You need that person to talk to that's on the side that's going to tell you to put your right. ring back on your finger. Right. Or, Hey man, throw it out the window. But you need somebody to vent to yeah. to be it. So I guess I'm saying be able to choose somebody like you say that's genuine. But don't don't just count that out and just because I, you know, it's mixed feelings out there. You know, one person yeah. would say don't let nobody in your relationship, but yeah. how it's gonna change if you know the content don't change, right? You know? Right. So, uh, but I guess back to the the. The, the closing is just it's it's okay to get help you know I've never I've never known it be to be cliche or to be bad to have too much help <laughs> so mm. even if it's like like we propose as a checkup you know by yearly or every couple of years just go talk to somebody to see if you okay right and because uh, sometimes even we we live life and we make sure everybody else is okay, but we, we don't right. check to see if we okay. And Preach. Like, Come on, Durbo. And, and maybe the people that, that are around that you're giving that help, they just focus on getting help. Not to say that's good or bad, just they got stuff going on, so they can't focus that attention on you to, to reach back and say, okay, or are you okay? So uh, just, you know, just just be aware that, you know, have somebody out there that's on your side to to help you uh, go through it. That's what's up, man. Uh, how can they find you, Durbo, man? Go on, go on get yourself. Oh, yourself. man. How I, can they find you? You said, hey, you said, you man, know, tell them, man, man he, just, he's a photographer. I, he, he's a, uh, he, he does it all, man. I he do, do videos. He, man, he, come, he can do some carpenter work for you if you right. need him to. So, hey, tell them how you, can they find uh, you, man. You can uh, find me on Darian, at Darian Day. No, excuse me, Darian Day at yahoo.com or Daydreams Photography 314 at gmail.com. And my what's what's my Instagram? Oh my god, this guy her golden nickel O2. O2. I just on Instagram. Ah, golden nickel too. And if you want to find Meach, he uh, he new underscore era underscore Meach on Instagram, man. Yeah. And uh you know the rest, man. And you can find me at M underscore Ansari six four three on Instagram. Mikhail Ansari on Facebook. Dropping Jews Podcast. We on Instagram. Dropping Jews Podcast. Facebook. We on SoundCloud. We on all of it, man. All the major streaming apps, man. So check us out, man. We out of here. Man, this is Dropping Jews. Yes, sir. Welcome everybody to this new podcast, Dropping Jews. Redefining what we thought was true. So today we wanted to talk about It's just that Jew, that energy, man. Yeah, Einstein energy. ain't gonna know how to act, man. What Nikola Tesla when you need him, <laughs> <laughs>